Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. And today is Thursday, the 16th of June, day 17 of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. And this week our parasha is called Beha'alotcha, which means when you set up. And today's reading will be Numbers 10, 11 through 34. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment as we do each day to thank God and to bless Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people, Israel, and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now, in the second year, in the second month, on the twentieth day of the month, the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle of the covenant. The sons of Israel went forward on their journeys out of the wilderness of Sinai, and the cloud stayed in the wilderness of Paran. They first went forward according to the command of the Lord by Moshe. First, the standard of the camp of the children of Yehudah went forward according to their armies. Nachshon, the son of Aminadav, was over his army. Netanel, the son of Tzoar, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Issachar. Eliav, the son of Helon, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Zvulun. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the sons of Gershon and the sons of Melali, who bore the tabernacle, went forward. And the standard of the camp of Reuven went forward according to their armies. Elitzur, the son of Shteur, was over his army. Shlumiel, the son of Tzurishadai, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Shimon. Eliasaf, the son of Deuel, was over the army of the tribe of the children of God. The Kohatites set forward, bearing the sanctuary. The others set up the tabernacle before they arrived. The standard of the camp of the children of Ephraim set forward according to their armies. Elishama, the son of Amihud, was over his army. Gamliel, the son of Peretzul, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Menashe. Avidan, the son of Gidoni, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Binyamin. The standard of the camp of the children of Dan, which was the rear guard of all the camps, set forward according to their armies. Achiezer, the son of Amishadai, was over his army. Pagiel, the son of Ochran, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Asher. Ahira, the son of Enan, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Naphtali. Thus were the travels of the sons of Israel according to their armies, and they went forward. 
Moshe said to Chovav, the son of Reuel, the Midianite, Moshe's father-in-law, We are journeying to the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well, for the Lord has spoken good concerning Israel. But he said to him, I will not go, but I will depart to my own land and to my relatives. And he said, Do not leave us, please, because you know how we are to encamp in the wilderness, and you can be our eyes. It shall be, if you go with us, yes, it shall be, that whatever good the Lord does to us, we will do the same to you. They set forward from the mount of the Lord, three days' journey. The ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them three days' journey to seek out a resting place for them. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set forward from the camp. That was Numbers 10, verses 11 through 34. Today, our portion from the prophets is Jeremiah, Yelemiyahu, chapter 33. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Yelemiyahu the second time, while he was still locked up in the court of the guard, saying, This is what the Lord says who made it. The Lord who formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call to me, and I will answer you, and will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the houses of this city and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are broken down to make a defense against the mounds and against the sword. While men come to fight with the Kasdim and to fill them with the dead bodies of men whom I have killed in my anger and in my wrath and for all whose wickedness I have hidden my face from this city. Behold, I will bring it health and cure and I will cure them and I will reveal to them abundance of peace and truth. I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return, and will build them as at the first. I will cleanse them from all their iniquity by which they have sinned against me. I will pardon all their iniquities by which they have sinned against me and by which they have transgressed against me. This city will be to me for a name of joy, for praise and for glory, before all the nations of the earth, which will hear all the good that I do to them, and will fear and tremble for all the good and for all the peace that I provide to it. This is what the Lord says. Yet again, there will be heard in this place, about which you say it is waste, without man and without animal, in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Yerushalayim, that are desolate, without man, and without inhabitant, and without animal. The voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who say, Give thanks to the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. 
as they bring thank offerings into the house of the Lord. For I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed, as at the first, says the Lord. This is what the Lord of hosts says. Yet again, there will be in this place which is waste, without man and without animal, and in all its cities, a habitation of shepherds, causing their flocks to lie down in the cities of the hill country, in the cities of the lowland, in the cities of the south, and in the land of Binyamin, in the places around Yerushalayim, and in the cities of Yehuda, the flocks will again pass under the hands of him who counts them, says the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will perform that good word which I have spoken concerning the house of Israel and concerning the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a branch of righteousness to grow up to David. He will execute justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Yerushalayim will dwell safely. This is the name by which she will be called, the Lord our righteousness. For this is what the Lord says, David will never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel, and the Levitical Kohanim will never lack a man before me to offer burnt offerings, to burn grain offerings, and to do sacrifice continually. And the word of the Lord came to Yirmiyahu, saying, This is what the Lord says, If you can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, so that there will not be day and night in their time, then may my covenant also be broken with David my servant, that he will not have a son to reign on his throne, and with the Levites, the Kohanim, my ministers. As the host of heaven cannot be counted, and the sand of the sea cannot be measured, so I will multiply the offspring of David my servant and the Levites who minister to me. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Yirmiyahu, saying, Do not consider what these people have spoken, saying, Has the Lord cast off the two families which he chose? Thus they despise my people, that they should be no more a nation before them. This is what the Lord says. If my covenant of day and night fails, if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then I will also cast away the offspring of Yaakov and of David my servant, so that I will not take his offspring to be rulers over the offspring of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, for I will cause their captivity to be reversed and will have mercy on them. That was Jeremiah 33. Today our portion from the writings will be Job 41 and 42. And here we will jump into the story where um, the Lord is still speaking his answer to Job. Behold, the hope of him is in vain. Shall not one be cast down even at the sight of him? 
No one is ferocious enough to rouse it. Who then is able to stand against me? Who has first given to me that I should repay him? Everything under the heavens is mine. I will not keep silence concerning his limbs, nor his mighty strength, nor his goodly frame. Who can strip off his outer garment? Who will come within his jaws? Who can open the doors of his face? Around his teeth is terror. Strong scales are his pride, shut up together with a close seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined to one another. They stick together so that they cannot be pulled apart. His sneezing flashes out light, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning torches. Sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils a smoke goes, as of a boiling pot over a fire of reeds. His breath kindles coals, and a flame goes out of his mouth. There is strength in his neck, and terror dances before him. The flakes of his flesh are joined together. They are firm on him. They cannot be moved. His heart is as firm as a stone. Yes, firm as the lower millstone. When he raises himself up, the mighty are afraid. They retreat before his thrashing. If one attacks him with a sword, it cannot prevail. Nor the spear, the dart, nor the pointed shaft. He regards iron as straw and bronze as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are like chaff to him. Clubs are counted as stubble. He laughs at the rushing of the javelin. His undersides are like sharp potsherds, leaving a trail in the mud like a threshing sledge. He makes the deep to boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a pot of ointment. He makes a path shine after him. One would think the deep had white hair. On earth there is not his equal that is made without fear. He sees everything that is high. He is king over all the sons of pride. Then Eov answered and said, I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be restrained. You asked, Who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered that which I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. You said, Listen now, and I will speak. I will question you, and you will answer me. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore I abhor myself, I repent in dust and ashes. And it was so, that after the Lord had spoken these words to Yov, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Yov has. Now therefore take to yourselves seven bulls and seven rams, and go to my servant Eov, and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. 
and my servant Yov shall pray for you, for I will accept him, that I did, do not deal with you according to your folly. For you have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Yov has. So Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shuhite, and Sophar the Naamathite went, and did what the Lord commanded them, and the Lord accepted Yov. And the Lord turned the captivity of Yov when he prayed for his friends, and the Lord gave Yov twice as much as he had before. Then all his brothers came to him, and all his sisters, and all those who had been of his acquaintance before, and ate bread with him in his house, and they comforted him, and consoled him concerning all the evil that the Lord had brought on him. Everyone also gave him a piece of money, and everyone a ring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Yov more than his beginning, and he had fourteen thousand sheep, six thousand camels, one thousand yoke of oxen, and a thousand female donkeys. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he called the name of the first Yamima, and the name of the second Ktziah, and the name of the third Keren Hafuch. In all the land there were no women found as beautiful as the daughters of Eov. Their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. After this, Yov lived one hundred forty years, and saw his sons and his sons' sons to four generations. So Yov died, being old and full of days. That was Job forty-two. Oh, excuse me, forty-one and forty-two. And now, for our final portion of today, we'll be reading from the Apostles, Second Corinthians two. But I determined this for myself, that I would not come to you again in sorrow. For if I make you grieve, then who will make me glad but he who is made to grieve by me? And I wrote this very thing to you, so that when I came I would not have sorrow from them of whom I ought to rejoice, having confidence in you all, that my joy would be shared by all of you. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart I wrote to you with many tears, not that you should be made to grieve, but that you might know the love that I have so abundantly for you. But if any has caused sorrow, he has caused sorrow not to me, but in part that I press too heavy, that I not press too heavily to you all. This punishment, which was inflicted by the many, is sufficient for such a one, so that on the contrary you should rather forgive him and comfort him, lest by any means such a one should be swallowed up with his excessive sorrow. Therefore I beg you to confirm your love toward him, for to this end I also wrote that I might know the proof of you whether you are obedient in all things. Now I also forgive whomever you forgive anything. For if indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one for your sakes in the presence of Messiah, that no advantage may be gained over us by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. Now when I came to Troas for the good news of Messiah, 
and when a door was opened to me in the Lord, I had no relief for my spirit, because I did not find Titus my brother, but taking my leave of them, I went out into Macedonia. Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Messiah, and reveals through us the sweet aroma of his knowledge in every place. For we are a sweet aroma of Messiah to God, in those who are saved and in those who perish. To the one a stench from death to death, and to the other a sweet aroma from life to life. And who is sufficient for these things? For we are not as so many, corrupting the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, we speak in Messiah. That was Second Corinthians 2. If you are reading through the Apostles twice, you'll be reading Mark fourteen twenty-seven through 52 today also. That concludes our podcast episode for today, and I hope and I pray that you would have a blessed and wonderful day, and may you go in the strength and grace of God today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.